Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Where's Your Head At with your presenter, Michael Harding. Um, today is a very special day because uh, I've had a challenge getting into the station today. So the question is, where is my head at? Uh, so what I've done is I've got a special guest on for the first first show. None other than my business partner. None other than a gentleman that's had to deal with me for the last 31 years um we've known each other since uh childhood uh we've he's the person that has to deal with all my crazy business ideas the person that has to deal with all my marketing ideas and so on and so forth so without further ado on the line we've got none other than mr richard singh hey hey thank you for having me mike and uh definitely i think putting up with you for about 30 years has been a challenge in itself but uh <laughs> we're still here <laughs> <laughs> exactly that exactly that that's why i thought to myself if i'm gonna have someone on as the first guest it just makes sense to have you as the the first guest because i i know you've been through your your fair share of challenges um your yeah. fair ch share of obstacles and in terms of growth and overcoming obstacles and mindset you are someone that i think a lot of people can learn from in terms of a, a couple of your your values and so on and so yeah. forth so opening question that we i'm going to always start this show with is this where's your head at <laughs> so where's my head at so it's, it's crazy actually just to sort of introduce myself my name's richard um i grew up studying social work um i come from a single parent family of six um i ended up in retail uh, then i got made redundant then I got involved in having my own business and been doing that now for just over six years and what a journey I think where my head is at right now is that I'm actually really really excited just about all the things I've learned from I think you know life is based on your experiences and for me I've been quite fortunate to have had so many so I'm embracing it at the moment and uh yeah, I'm, I'm keeping a positive spin on things. I like it, I like it, I like it. So the the next question that I'm going to ask, and uh, I, I already know what you're probably going to say to this. What's your favorite quote? Give us a quote. Uh, so, uh, I've, I've got loads of quotes. But <laughs> if I was going to pick one out of the sky that I already know that you put down, if you had to, and if you needed to bet on a quote that I would say, <laughs> this one would be it. And I would say that the quote that I like probably a bit too much is that time will either promote or expose one success. Wow. <laughs> uh, so that would be the quote for me. Break that down. Break that down. What does that, what does that mean? Elaborate on what that means so, to you. I think the one thing that I sort of found out the hard way is that what you can give your time to the most will normally develop some characteristics in you that will attach you to it. And I'll give you an example. Ronaldo is renowned for being an amazing footballer, but the key to his success isn't that he's good at playing football he's actually good at dedicating his time consistently to play it because mm. none of us are born playing football at the highest level it's actually a skill that needs to be developed over a period of time mm -hmm. so when I look at it for myself I think well for me time and what you give your time to will either promote and show the good in what you've given your time to, or if you're not good at dedicating time over a period of time, it will show that you haven't been able to, you know, either take advantage of or be fully um, immersed in, in, in whatever it is you're doing. So, you know, for me, I do believe consistency is the key to any part of your life. Mm -hmm. And, dedicating your time to it is probably more important mm -hmm, exactly and i think the the times that we're seeing at the moment 
are kind of exposing in multiple facets in multiple areas of life where resources of money and especially time haven't actually been used as well as they could have and i think this this time that we're going through in the world at the moment is a great time to reflect to stop and look and go okay is this the actually you know this flows into a quote that i'm going to give for today um which is if you were to look at your life for the last previous five years and then knew that the next five years were going to be exactly like the previous five years would that satisfy you or would that be a sign to say that maybe you need to change something and do something different and i think having that in mind again if we look at politics if we look at the economy if we look at behaviors if we look at pretty much anything in the world right now even in football um with my favorite team manchester united if we look at the previous five years of that and ask ourselves is that what we want to do for the next five years this is where we can kind of start looking and going hmm maybe there's a few changes that i could potentially make to myself or to the way that i'm doing things that will give me a different outcome going forward and uh yeah like i'm on that subject of time uh i know obviously as as, as your your closest friend i know that you've had some uh, brushes with time so yeah. i'm gonna throw you in the deep end here if rich wasn't expecting me to to <laughs> to air him out like this but, <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna get you to talk about just uh an, an experience that you had with the fragility of time and what that's done yeah yeah, so it's actually crazy because I probably look at that moment in of my of my life in fact more as a blessing now than when it actually happened to me. So a couple of years ago, um, I was actually diagnosed uh, with acute pancreatitis, um, and I was actually fighting for my life in intensive care. And I was in and out of hospital for around about four months, and I think during that period of time, I was very scared, very vulnerable. Um, very unaware of what was going to happen to me in that moment of my life and it's crazy because it's probably one of those things you never really think that's going to happen to you you hear all the stories about people have got x y and z and you know some people have had traumatic experiences but you never think it's going to happen to you and until it lands on your doorstep it's crazy because not only do you have to take it all in at the same time but you then have to act accordingly and I feel like the time frame of me thinking that this could be my last day, it was it was scary because I think that's when I really started to appreciate and I started to practice gratitude more regularly because of having the chance to know what it feels like when you think you're not going to get another shot. And I think that it's been a crazy time because now I look back and it's it's now I look at it and think wow if if that didn't happen I'd probably still be abusing the time because Mm. obviously you just have it a lot of us today we we wake up and it's like normal it's like okay I'm awake now and it's crazy if you're thinking like that because if you can just wake up and think okay it's time to wake up then you're already missing a major part of you living your life and celebrating that you have another day to go and do what you need to. So, mm. yeah, it was, it's crazy. I think a lot of things come down to projection. I think when you were speaking about, you know, if you were going to repeat five years, five years forward, a lot of us, we don't evaluate what the projections look like. Mm. It's like eating McDonald's for lunch five days a week you don't really see the pros and the cons in the five days because you work for the next day. But if you thought about having McDonald's for the next five years, now you start to think, oh, well, maybe I do need to change that. I think a lot of us, we don't really project where we're going. We don't really sit back and go, well, if I keep doing X, Y, and Z, where is it going to get me to? And is is that where I want to be? A lot of us are living for today and 
hoping that tomorrow's guaranteed. I think that's where a lot of it is 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 a bit like confusing for a lot of us 100%. because we're just living by our means. I think that's good, uh, partly to do with the amount of distractions that we're we're allowed to have in the modern world that's that's part of an excuse but the, at the end of the day it's 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 a it's not really an excuse i was um i found an article yesterday that was talking about gratitude and talking about dissatisfaction and how one of the actual most they've done like loads of research into it and loads of studies and the number one benefactor for helping people when they feel dissatisfied with life is actually gratitude and it was it was, it was so funny that they because I, when, I, when I was reading this article I, I laughed and I, I showed it to my my partner and my girlfriend and she was like you always say this oh my gosh like as if this thing that you're always saying is actually scientifically backed now that just being grateful to even be awake just being grateful to even have a glass of water just being grateful for the friends and family that you do have and the time that you get to spend with them just being grateful for even basic things like having the ability to type or to write like there's some people that don't have that ability and there's probably even some people listening that don't have that ability or have had that ability taken away from them and i think something that i'd definitely encourage all listeners to do is that first step of, of, of appreciating and having gratitude and creating a, a, a whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, however often you do it, to to just be yeah, to just recognize the things that you do have rather than focusing on the things that you don't have. Because once you recognize what you do have, you can then build on that. You can then work forward instead of yeah. trying to fill a, a void that's infinitely non-fillable whereas the 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 world the way that it works is there's an infinite abundance of of opportunity and i think that flows from us when we 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 take that place of gratitude so that's that's kind of a daily daily practice there so in terms of daily practices there's a another question i want to ask you and get you to share as as my guest and this is a question i'm going to ask to pretty much everyone that comes on the show I want you to give a recommendation mm-hmm. of a book that's had a massive impact on your life. Okay, so uh, there's there's been a couple of books. Go on, reel reel them off. Uh, so I think one of the first ones that really sort of helped me just in terms of my everyday life was. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm-hmm. Um, that book, bu- that book actually really exposed what my characteristics were like, what my relationships were like, the way I used to communicate with people, and you know, just your sense of purpose. So that book alone would would be like a definite must read. But if there was a book right now that I could give to everyone, and I feel like everyone should read it or at least have it is a book called the goal giver (laughs) by bob berg and john david man and the reason being is because some of the well one of the most important secrets to life is that we are all connected Mm -hmm. and knowing that we are all connected is really reassuring because if we all act accordingly, things can come and things can go out of your way. Mm-hmm. So the goal giver teaches you about, you know, being very giving. Always look to give more than you receive because the universe normally repays those that give the most. Mm-hmm. It's the same way as if, if you plant a seed and you give to enough seeds, you reap the rewards of the harvest later down the line. And that's just coming from the earth itself. So if you're looking at a fact, well, there you go. Try plant a seed. Keep giving it. Keep giving it light. Keep watering it. And you will see in the physical what it can do. And that's looking at a plant. Imagine if you did the same with people. 
mm. what people or what how big could we grow this human race to be thinking more positively and more giving i think you know since the technology's come in and you know things have changed over time i think we're more reliant on things being done for us mm. rather than doing things and i think those things need to be practiced more it's like what did you do today to give back to someone and have you done it and if you can hold yourself accountable that you're doing that and every conversation has a hidden agenda of giving back you'll notice that you'll be a lot more happier in your life so the goal giver is a number one definite read <laughs> you know why that's f so funny listeners uh, because the first book that Richard's actually given to me ever was actually this book <laughs> the, the irony and I just I, I'll never forget it like uh, it's all over my Instagram just because reading that book I, I really understood the principles of of, of who I am as a, as a person and it helped me to kind of craft the the principles that I want to live the rest of my life by that I feel others could benefit from li living by these these principles also so what I'm going to do is uh, I've actually got just uh, some excerpts from that book here with me right now and I'm, I'm just going to quickly read them out to you so the first law from the goal giver is the law of value your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment now the second law is the law of compensation your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them that for me was probably one of the most important things i'd, I'd ever yeah. read the third law is the law of influence your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first now i just want to pause on that one i'm going to say that one again your influence is determined by how abundantly abundantly you place other people's interests first wow so i'm not going to go go over all of the principles in the book um that's for you to go and get the book and uh, and have, have a read um but yeah that's i i think there's an exercise that that was given to me once where it was uh just a simple exercise of of making a closed fist and just trying to really recognizing that when you've got a closed fist and you're attacking and you're you, you actually aren't in a position to receive if you've got two closed fists and you're 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 just trying to protect what you've got instead of giving you actually can't receive because your, your hands are closed no matter if i try and put a cup in your hand full of water if you've got a closed fist you can't actually receive it Whereas if I've got an open palm and I'm giving to others, it puts me in a position straight away where I can now receive back. And I think that's a simple metaphor that for me just really, really helped me to understand, oh, wow, actually, there's actually instantly in, in the very nature and the very shape of us, there is clear evidence that there is more to be, to be gained for you as an individual if you give and then you receive back and then you can give back again which brings us on to a very interesting controversial topic which is uh the the conversation in the topic of billionaire philanthropy what, what's your your opinion on billionaire philanthropy and on these multi-billionaires that are supposedly giving away large portions of of, of their wealth i think what you'll realize a lot of successful people, especially those that have been able to reach the milestone of a billion, is a lot of their fortunes have been based on giving to begin with. So for them to have built the equity of, you know, the, the, the money that they've been able to earn has actually normally been based on them giving. Mm. So I don't actually think there's ever a change in their mindset in terms of giving because they've always done that from the start and it's the idea of leveraging their efforts and you know allowing others to take opportunities i think where it is at, at, of why billionaires do what they do in the end where they they give a lot of stuff away and they do things is because 
Look, once you've hit a number or you've made enough money, anything more on top of that doesn't really change things. Like, you can have a yacht and you can have a, a huge home, but no matter how much more money you can you get, you're not going to have... Or the only thing you can do is have something bigger, mm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that it changes anything. Yeah, the bigger the house, because it doesn't you've already make it got it. Sorry, You've already got it, like... If you've got an 11-bedroom home and then you go and buy a 16-bedroom home, the only change is in the bedrooms. It doesn't really change what you have because you already <laughs> have what you wanted anyway. Yeah. So I think that what the, what, what, what the key is then is it's like, well, where can I put my income to allow more opportunity? Mm. And it, if it comes back to the same thing about being a go-giver, a lot of these billionaires, they really do focus on going out and and giving more. So I think it's an idea that stemmed from them from the beginning. So I don't even think... Yeah, go on. I've got a play on this then. So to, to counteract that and be the advocate. So what do you think is the reasoning behind some successful people, some multimillionaires, multi-billionaires trying to take shortcuts and trying to get more money and trying to have tax cuts and uh, just not do you get what i mean that kind of vibe of of, of shortcutting whatever systems yeah. they can what, what do you think is the driver behind that then if, if based well, on what you've said so i think that's something that they get educated into the crazy thing i always go is you don't know what you don't know <laughs> so if you're able to cut taxes and you know, the rest of it. It's because it's been taught and it's been allowed. So it's the same with people's tax brackets. Mm. You know, you get educated once you go into into business and ownership that there are shortcuts that can protect your income mm. and they're encouraged and they're celebrated and they're applauded and other people take cuts from that. So I don't even think like it's a thing that they do it with purpose. I feel like it's done because it's educated and it's it's known as oh it's the smart thing to do. Yeah. So I don't even think it's yeah it's not entirely down to someone going look I want to take advantage of the system. It's almost it gets educated to them. Yeah, on that one as well. I think it's touching on it being an education thing. From yeah. my background of of coming from a working class background, the the common statement that i hear is oh no i can't earn this amount of money because it's going to put me in a new tax bracket oh yeah. no i don't want to do that because it's going to mean i'm going to have to pay more tax when when really think about what you're actually saying there you're saying i don't want to earn more money because it means that i'm going to have to help more people and more of my money is going to go to others with well, that's 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 when you flip it and and dissect it a little bit that is a way that it, it could be interpreted whereas really you should be celebrating the the fact that oh, okay i've hit a new tax bracket it might put me in a, a bit of a different financial situation but it now means that i've actually achieved this this is something that I, th I think i would love to kind of help to change the the, the mindset of, of, of a few people to kind of get them to go no 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 actually let's let's celebrate that you're now in this higher tax bracket and let's not try and avoid it and and we, we look at people that have vast amounts of wealth for cutting corners to avoid tax but then on the lower end we're just as as guilty like on the lower end it's yeah. oh well what can i do to to prevent my my income going over this amount so that i don't have to pay this tax when Really, it should be, no, I need to do whatever I can to get onto that level so that I'm on the highest level of paying tax, so that I'm at the highest level of giving from my efforts. And I think that's a, yeah, that's a, an interesting way of, way of looking at it. Uh, we've got a commercial break coming up soon. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to prep for the next bit. So, Rich, just over this commercial break what i want you to do is uh i want you to think of some questions to ask me because you know me you know the way that i think probably better than i know myself so uh as our first episode uh i'd like you to kind of just think of some questions to, yeah. to potentially ask me um and 
yeah let's 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 go from there we've had some great great things that we've discussed so far in in part one uh, some great recommendations of books great recommendations of of, of quotes and uh, a few things for our listeners to to listen into uh, before we go into the break do you want to uh do a shameless plug of any social media that you have that people can follow you yes on? you can you can follow me on instagram uh richard rich uh, richard thing 23 um i'm more popular on linkedin so richard thing on linkedin You'll find very few Richard things on there, so you'll <laughs> find me on there. So yeah, they would be the two platforms to, to follow me or, or to get in touch or to ask any questions. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Thank you very much. So there you go, guys. Um, if you've liked anything that you've heard from Richard, um, if you want to reach out to him, he's 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 quite generous with his time. So uh, <laughs> yeah, if, if, if he's, he's got he's in a bit of a fortunate position to have a bit of spare time um, which is something that we're going to discuss in the bit after the break so thank you for listening so far guys uh, make sure that you're driving safe and being well okay listeners we are back thank you very much um, for listening to part one this is part two of the business hour and the show known as where's your head at presented by none other than michael harding and today's special guest is none other than my very very special and best friend mr richard singh are you there with us rich i'm here i'm here i'm here thank you for having me on once again good 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 it's all good it's all good so uh before the the break we was discussing um some books some quotes um, and just a little bit of perspective on where the world is and where it's going and what we as individuals can do to make a bit of an impact and change it in the way that we want it to kind of start shaping. Um, so I've asked Richard, being as he knows me better than anyone, knows me probably better than I know myself, to come up with some questions to ask me. So, uh, yeah, let's, 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 let's flip it. Let's flip it the other way. Yeah. So my first question and I think the really important one is that within your lifetime, who would you say has had an impact on the person that you've become today? So who have you looked up to for guidance, coaching, mentoring? Who would you say that's had a massive impact in your life so far? Ooh, massive impact. In, ooh, we've had a bit of crackling there on the phone lines there. Don't know what that was. Uh, sorry about that, listeners, if you had a bit of a pop there, a bit of feedback. Um, so the question was, who have I looked up to? Who's been my mentors? Who have been my, who's been my guidance in my time and in my life? Um, so first of all, I'd say number one was, number one was, uh, hang on a sec, I'm just going to pause this while I think about it, actually. Hang on. I like tech. It's pause, president. Well, that's the only one you got to worry about now. Okay, cool. No worries. So sorry about that, listeners. Uh, technology. It's our favorite friend that we cannot live with, and we cannot live without. Just like my boy Richard here, uh, and my. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, so we was uh, asking. You had a question for me, and the, the question that you asked me was, who is a, a role model or someone that's been significant yeah. in my life? Um. So. First of all, without a shadow of a doubt, I would never have said this before because I've, I've always thought very business-wise. But based on a conversation that we had the other day, I'd say it's actually my mom. I'd say yeah. my mom is actually probably one of my biggest role models. She's one of the people that subconsciously I've actually become her in terms of the way that I carry myself in terms of the energy that I portray in terms of the the values that I have and her principles and ways of living and life are what has brought me all the success that I've ever had in my life um so yeah I'd say she's number one um yeah and then I'm going to come back to that um number two I would probably say would have been my friends in university so my friends in university um anton abanub anthony scott logan um steve bartlett um who else was there andreas just the 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 
the the circle of people that I was hanging around with in university were all very business minded and had come from business minded families. And me as a working class individual just hadn't hadn't come from that. And they exposed me to new ways of thinking and ways of looking at the world and helped me start my, my first ever business. Um, so a lot of where I am today and the foundations for my thinking um, come from my university friends. So I know a lot of people at the moment, and a lot of young people are thinking to themselves, oh, university, I've got to pay this amount of money to go to university, do I want to la 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 la. Whereas the secret value, let me give you a secret, listeners. The big secret about university <laughs> is actually in the network. Now, the network you hear this saying all the time your network is your net worth but i'll give you an example there's some individuals that i went to university with that have now got positions in companies that they don't have a degree for now why is this because they met the right person at university so that's something i'm going to leave you to ponder on but yeah that that's that's gave me the the biggest insight then from there in terms of someone that i aspire to be like and have an impact and to be as valuable to others as he has been to me and again someone that really showed me different ways of looking at the world and potential within myself was a, a gentleman called Mo Samba who uh, came into my life and just saw my potential and kind of just gave me some guidance and as always no matter he's just on a completely different level stratosphere and he always finds the way and an ability to make time for me which I just have to commend that and he just always does that for other people and he has a ridiculous work ethic ridiculous schedule um, but yeah going going back to my mom and the principles that I, I learned from my mom I'd say the, the ultimate principle that I learned from my mom that has benefited me the most in life and in business is this simple concept that you don't know who someone is going to be or going to become in the future so treat every single person with value respect and keep pouring into them and giving them opportunities because you just don't know who or what someone is going to become or who they may be connected to in 5 10 20 30 years down the line you just can't you just can't predict that and that's one thing that my mom has always taught me is don't really judge people by the way they look by the things other people say about them just make your own decisions based on their actions and their their actions of the past and their actions not 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 even necessarily their words their their actions will tell you who they really are um and yeah just 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 that principle taking that principle into university with me and just kind of going to university and going i want to meet as many people as possible because i'm i've got an opportunity now to meet people from london from nigeria from canada from from greece from spain and just going into that environment and it's in a, it's, it's a way that i go into any environment is wow look at all these people that i can meet that i have no idea who they're going to be and what they can turn out to be in in the future it's a it's a it's like a computer game for me like a a, a game of you know like in computer games where you have to like smash open boxes and then yeah. sometimes you get an extra life sometimes you get bonus fruit or some coins or whatever that is literally the way that the magic and the beauty of of people that i see is is that what you see in front of you is completely non-representational of who that person can become 5, 10, 20 years down the line. You don't know if this person might one day become one of the world's best football coaches and your son wants to become a football player. Because you've shown that person respect and value, this now can impact your family. You don't know if your someone in your family might need a kidney transplant or anything like that you don't know if that person that you met at the bus stop might actually be that one person that you need out of the thousands of people that you've come across that might actually be able to save someone in your in your family's life so that's the kind of way that my mom's taught me to look at life is to really value and respect each person because you just don't know 
who someone can potentially become. So yeah, that's that's my free. Yeah, and just just another question. So obviously, you know, we're going through some challenging times. People have lost their jobs. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty. What advice would you give to someone that's going through some adversity right now? Advice that I'd give to someone facing adversity right now. First, it comes back down to the most important thing, which is is gratitude. I think what we tend to do especially in the western world is we often tend to obviously it's all unique and no nobody's situation you can really ever understand unless you're you're in it but i think just taking 30 seconds out to just stop and to just breathe just a deep breath in and a deep breath out and just go okay wow i actually just I'm, I'm actually still alive like all that's going on i'm actually still alive like we've seen over this year some incredible things happen with the the, the stuff in beirut with the forest fires with, with floods with hurricanes with the, the pandemic and i would ultimately always go look if you have a breath that means that you've still got a chance you've still got another day that you can now start working towards building and creating what the divine and the eternal has kind of put you on this planet for um and i think that goes to a quote that my my nan <laughs> said to me which I, i've said on stage a few times which is that in life you have a story and right now what you're facing is just one page of your story and as long as your heart is beating then that is the ink to write future pages so as long as your heart is beating then that means that your story isn't it just hasn't finished yet so keep going like literally as as long as you have another heartbeat your story hasn't finished yet it's just where you're at right now it doesn't necessarily mean that's your final destination that doesn't mean that where you're at right now is the be all end all it's just a place where you're at temporarily um and it's a challenge that you've been given or that you have to potentially learn from and to give value again it comes back down to the giving value perhaps the challenge that you've been given is to to help other people that might be in this situation later on in five years, ten years, twenty years time, and that maybe that's the purpose that you have is to have this challenge, to learn from it, to teach others, and to help others when they feel alone and they feel like they're in a place that they they don't know where to look left, right, and, and just to to reach out to people and and, and help them. Um, so yeah, that's that's the the first step. The second step is. I would tell them to probably read a book called The Magic of Thinking Big and I'd probably tell them to start reading books about people or even listening to books or watching documentaries about people that they idolize. Just start watching the behaviors and the things because we often think, oh man, I've been through a lot. And then when you start watching the stories of these incredibly successful people, be it Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan, Steve Jobs, you, you name it, some of the things they've been through, wow. I, I cannot recommend it enough for people to watch the Mike Tyson documentary. That, <laughs> it just, it's just mind-blowing what this man has actually been through before he got to his point of success during his point of success after his success and still he's not out yet his heart is still beating so he's decided you know what my heart's still beating i can carry on fighting and i've got i've got another fight in me and just if you're a fan of boxing and you have i just cannot recommend even if you're not a fan of boxing just watching what happens to this gentleman and the way that his personality changes and how he becomes a kind of dark character and then finds god and finds light and finds love and finds a, a new version of himself you just 
one thing that I, I'm a massive believer in that my mom has taught me and through her experience I've seen and I again through uh, rest in peace Stephen Mayhe is just seeing that people can change if they want to if they want to and if they desire it badly people can change so much that you can be sitting in a room with them or walk past them because they don't walk the same they don't look the same they don't breathe the same they don't carry themselves the same they don't even eat the same and you're just like that's not even the same person so yeah that's 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 the the bit that i would say is go and do some research on people that you idolize and that are your kind of role models and maybe your mentors and just look at what they've been through and how they overcame their challenges and see what you can do to adopt a similar mindset to get through your challenges so that's yeah that's I definitely recommend the mike tyson documentary and also the uh, kevin hart documentary just in, in, incredible is there any any documentaries you'd recommend on on successful influential people that you've seen yeah so i think my one thing that i was told and it really stuck with me is that when you're seek when you're lacking motivation seek inspiration and when you're lacking inspiration seek motivation mm. and just channeling those so you know when i'm looking when i want to be motivated you know i'm looking for inspiration so if i'm lacking motivation i need to be inspired well what inspires me you know success stories or you know michael jordan for instance you know his documentary on netflix is is a definite watch to 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 really understand Mm. like where you need to be to be at the best of whatever game you're playing Mm. um so that would be one and then you know when you're seeking when you've got when you're inspired but or when you, you're not you're not really inspired, then it's about well, how do I seek motivation? And then it's like right then I need to find something that motivates me or a speaker that motivates me. So that's when you might go right then I might listen to Tony Robbins or you know I might listen to Bob Proctor or someone that can build the motivation. So I would say Michael Jordan's a good one. You know any Tony Robbins stuffs really really good for. You know, getting you motivated and being inspired, mm. um, and then obviously some of the, the great sort of leaders of, of past and present that you can find documented on yeah, online. The countless ones. I, I think one thing that I would definitely touch on there um, that I'd recommend to anybody, and I recommend this to the countless people that uh, I do coaching with. Um, the, the number one thing that I recommend to most people is do some physical exercise. You have no idea what doing physical exercise does for your brain now. I'm going to let you guys into a secret that I've never told anyone. And I've never actually told Richard this. But it's because I've, 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 I've done this to him. It's actually the joy that you get and the feeling that you get when you make other people exercise with you. And when you see yourself that you've pushed and challenged other people it's one of the craziest feelings when when you when you you see somebody improve on something on anything when you see someone go from one press up to or 10 press ups to 12 or when you see someone go from almost collapsing from doing a 2k jog to doing a 5k jog that feeling yeah. when you're doing that side by side with them there's just it's just undescribable. So that exercise is is just an absolute key, I think, for yeah. for mindset, for for motivation, for if you're in a, a difficult place. To something I would I would definitely definitely look at doing. Is just ask yourself, okay, cool. Maybe I can start with. There's an app for that. I'm sure the um, couch to couch to five k is it called or something like that, where it like helps you yeah. gradually build up from literally sitting on your couch to being able to run 5k 10k um and just just yeah just just exercise go play some football go go do something and again it ties in with with giving when when you one way that you can become madly passionate from my experience anyway one thing that can guarantee that i'm gonna get out of bed in the morning is when i'm committed 
to other people to do something it's when i've yeah. promised somebody okay tomorrow morning i'm going to do this tomorrow morning i'm going to help you to do this i actually can make myself wake up at 5 30 in the morning four o'clock in the morning and then go and run 5k 10k to just go and run with somebody else to help them do their run like it there's this this human thing that we have that when we tap into it of of really helping other people there's just such a joy that you 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 can get from it so that's something i would and probably definitely definitely recommend there uh hang on a sec let me just uh check something because we're we're coming up close to the, the end of the show um so there is uh you've asked me some incredible questions there i do have to say um so what i want to do is we've discussed books we've discussed quotes um we've even talked a little bit about the world um but what i want to do is i want to just dive in a little bit more in in into the world and the the current kind of global situation is there any news that you've seen um in the world in the last week that has given you a perspective or an understanding of something or anything where it could be sports it could be business it could be climate it could be anything well you know it's crazy i don't really follow the news as Mm. much as i probably should do Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to think of what have i come across that has made me I think with all of the, there are a lot of issues that are arising and there's a lot of people that are being hurt. Mm-hmm. And I think the positive off the back end of it is that it's being exposed now. Mm. So there's some some things that have been happening in the world and you know, certain things that haven't you know been nice that are now being voiced. Mm-hmm. And I think the positive is that there are people that are now coming together over these issues that have been going on for so long, but they've never been voiced. Mm-hmm. So I think the positive spin of all the negative stuff that you get from the news is that it's bringing more groups together, which I think it's really important because we're starting to see that unfold in front of us. And for me, that's a very big positive. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely agree with that. I think one of the repeated themes that I, I see come up quite a lot when I'm talking with people is in regards to business is this automation AI thing. And I think there's a massive fear that that people have of of these changes and of the kind of sci-fi world that can or could kind of appear. But... I think it's it's not quite the one thing that I've learned in my time very short time and having read lots of books on history about human beings is we're just completely unpredictable we are just so random that I don't think even if we tried to create some kind of really bad outcome with AI, robots, automation. I don't think it can actually happen because we're just too random. And the more of us that there is, the more chances that there is that there is some human that's going to do something random that can't... <laughs> that a robot or AI just can't do. Like, say, for example, if, if we just look at inventions, nobody could have imagined that Facebook Marketplace would have, would have become what it is today. Nobody would have imagined that you can buy mansions aeroplanes quad bikes toys on facebook you just you just wouldn't have been able to imagine that you wouldn't have been able to imagine that there would be kids on youtube playing fifa for a living like you couldn't have imagined that 10 20 years ago so yes there is going to be these changes in technology but what people i think we 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 often miss is we we focus on the scarcity of what these changes can take away from us and again it's this this closed fist thing of we're looking at technology and going oh no it's bad it's going to take this away from me it's going to take that away from me but we don't really change our perspective and go actually what could this be giving to me now the one thing 
guaranteed and again it's funny that the circle will go this this conversation goes full circle one thing guaranteed that technology gives us is time it gives us more free time it gives us it allows us to leverage and it gives us more free time to do the things that we want to do or we can get distracted by the technology and become kind of consumers to it but if you utilize it you can really really give to other people in a way that you just couldn't before which is a prime example of of the of this show that because of the internet there is people in parts of the world that will hear this show that five ten years ago wouldn't have been able to through a podcast like the the power that we have of of giving now the the ability to give now is far greater than it's ever been in the entire history of the human race so i think that's the that's the the perspective and the 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 kind of thing that i would get people to to change their their look on and um yeah we're coming up to the the end of the show there so is there any final parting words final things you'd get people to look at get people to think about anything you want to leave people with or a metaphor Um, because i know you like your metaphors now i think what i want to leave for the listeners is look in in difficult times and in challenging times normally come great opportunities. So stay optimistic, stay positive, stay giving, and the best is yet to come for all of us. And even though we're going through some challenging times, um, history has shown over and over again that greater opportunities have come off the back of them. So um, it's great. Thank you for having me on on the show. And honestly, I look to hearing for um, for the more shows to come um, with more guest speakers. So thanks for having me on the call. No worries. No worries, guys. um, Thank you for listening. Uh, Drive safe. uh, And most importantly, give time, love to those that you love. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, This has been Where's Your Head At? I've been Michael Harding, and this is Unity Radio. Thank you very much for listening.